Hey, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of Breaking Down the Doors, the podcast where we talk Vanderbilt athletics, specifically football this week. This is part two of our conversations with Vanderbilt's new coordinators. The last episode, we talked with Todd Fitch, the new offensive coordinator. This week, we sat down and spoke for just a bit with Ted Roof, the new defensive coordinator for Vanderbilt. Let me give you a little background on uh, Ted Roof. Uh, He's been a defensive coordinator for the majority of his college uh, coaching career. He has been, here's the list, defensive coordinator at Georgia Tech, at Duke, where he was also head coach for a time, defensive coordinator at Minnesota, defensive coordinator at Auburn. He won a national title there. That was the Cam Newton team back in 2010. Uh, He was defensive coordinator at Central Florida and then at Penn State and then at Georgia Tech again, and then co-defensive coordinator at NC State. And this past season, he had one of his best defenses, and that's saying a lot, one of his best defenses at Appalachian State. Uh, They were top 30 this year in scoring defense, total defense, one of the best teams in the country at takeaways. Just a really, really good defense, which is why he got on the radar of a whole lot of different schools, Vandy included. Uh, This was a good get for Vandy, to be able to get Ted Roof to come and take over the defense. And uh, he's a guy that's been around uh, quite a bit, got a, got a whole lot of good stories. And we touched on a few of those in my conversation with him. Just, just, just a few tidbits that we talked about, uh, a little bit of a teaser here. Talked about Bill Curry, uh, the former Alabama, Kentucky, Georgia Tech coach, coach just about everywhere. Bill Curry was, uh, if you ever watch NFL films, Bill Curry was the center for Bart Starr, for the Packers, uh, Johnny Unitas with the Colts. All-time great. He was one of the big influences uh, on Ted Roof's career. He played under him, coached under him. So we talked a little bit about Bill Curry. We talked about the very close and very very competitive friendship that Ted Roof has with Bill O'Brien, the current Texans coach, uh, also coach for the Patriots, Penn State, and so on. And I had a pretty looming question for Ted Roof. Why, if you had options, would you come to Vanderbilt and be the defensive coordinator under a defensive-minded head coach. Derek Mason was his own coordinator. He's still very much involved with the defense. Why would a defensive coordinator come and coach under another defensive coach? So that was some of the things we talked about. But here's a, a bigger portion of that conversation. Here's my chat with new Vanderbilt defensive coordinator, Ted Roof. I want to start a little back away. You played for and coached under Bill Curry. Yes, I did. Um, I remember interviewing Bill Curry at Georgia State, but people here remember him. Georgia Tech, where you played for him. Alabama, where you coached for him. Kentucky, so on. I'm an NFL Films fan, so I think of Bill Curry as Packers, Colts. That sort Johnny Unitas' center and Bart Starr's center. It's a good it's a good two. Playing for Shula and Lombardi, yeah. Yeah. When I look back at when you start your coaching career, I gotta think there was some influence from Bill Curry. No, there was a lot more than some. Uh, I could have gone to a lot of places out of high school, but I went to Georgia Tech because of Bill Curry. Uh, there were some more, I guess you would call them traditional football powers in the Southeastern Conference, but I went to Georgia Tech because I wanted to put my future in the hands of Bill Curry. And uh, he's, uh, I think think the world of him, we stay in touch regularly. Uh, Very few times have I ever made a a professional move without seeking his counsel first, uh, to at least have somebody to bounce it off of. And he's been a, he's he's a great, he was a a great leader. 
he had a presence about him and uh, still does. And just with all his experiences and the things that he's had a tremendous impact on my life. Um, Bill O'Brien, I think, is one of your good friends. Yes, right? he is. Yes, uh, he is. Texans coach with Patriots, Penn State. I guess y'all coached together at Penn State, probably Georgia Tech. Well, we coached together. At, uh, he was When I joined there, as a, I was the defensive coordinator, and he was the running backs coach. At then Georgia I, Tech? Then I became the defensive coordinator. Then when Ralph Friesen left, he became the offensive coordinator. And we were playing LSU in the Peach Bowl. Then the next stop, when I was the head coach at Duke, he was my offensive coordinator. And then when he became the head coach at Penn State, I was his defensive coordinator. So, yeah, we uh, we we stay in touch and our wives uh, talk, text regularly. So, yeah, he's a good friend. I've always found it interesting with coaches more than any other profession that your buddy is your boss and then you're his boss a couple of years later. How does that dynamic work? <laughs> well, uh you know where the buck stops, whether which which whichever side of the table you're on. Uh, so there's a there's a pecking order, and uh, you respect the, the chain of command, and uh, understand that uh, that everything ends up whoever the head coach is ends up on his desk. And after being a head coach, it's made me a better assistant coach because uh, my job as an assistant coach is to do my job and to keep problems off the head coach's desk for me to handle my area to be able so the head coach can, can do what he needs to do to be the best head coach he can be. Bill O'Brien is an offensive guy. You're a defensive guy. Was that a competitive relationship to some extent? Absolutely, uh, 100%. Uh, who's, the, who's the better at his side I, of the ball? We would do this. We would Practice would be going on even when I was uh, the head coach at Duke and involved with the defense, and he was the offensive coordinator. If he got us on a plate, he'd be over there hooting and hollering, you know, looking at me, grinning. And so we went back to Penn State, and when that happened the other way, I'd get off script or something, and we'd get them on a play, and I'd be looking at him. And it was we had we've had a lot of fun. We've had a lot of fun with it. Uh, I think we're both extremely competitive, but uh, you know, I think there's a uh, certainly on my part, there's a tremendous amount of respect uh, for him as well. I was looking back at uh, year by year when you've been a defensive coordinator. I think it's 17 of the last 21 years at multiple schools. I was trying to find what does a Ted Roof defense, what's it good at? And it was different things, different years. Good rush defense, good pass rush, good pass defense, turnovers. It wasn't the same every year. Why is that? Because you're dealing with human beings that are between 18 years old and 22 years old. Uh, I think that anybody that has or have ever raised kids understand there's ebbs and flows that go to that and uh there's uh, there's ups and downs in life and uh you know I, I can say this i've learned something from from every stop i've learned something from all the people i work with and what drives me is every morning i wake up and thank the good lord for waking me up and then know that i've got an opportunity to, to improve today and not only do i have the opportunity to improve myself whether it's learning how to teach something better say something better I've also got a chance to in, impact somebody else and help them get better and help them improve. And because I think coaching is taking people places they can't take themselves. Because if you couldn't do that, why would you need coaches? So that's that's part of it. And uh, I'm excited, really excited about this opportunity, excited to, to be part of Derek's staff, uh, be a, a world-class university in a great town. You, you've got an impressive resume. You've got a national title ring. Uh, you just had a huge year at, at App State. And you know you, what all that makes me? What's that? Blessed. It makes me blessed. It doesn't make me good. It doesn't make me bad. 
it makes me blessed. And also makes me old. <laughs> and uh, But now that's, that's because every day, man, it's not about driving your car, looking out of your rearview window, the rearview mirror, looking out of that front windshield about how we can get better today. And that's, that's how I approach each and every single day. But you've got a resume. You could have gone different. You would have had different opportunities. I did, yeah. What? Well, Derek Mason is a defensive-minded head coach. You've been a defensive-minded head coach before. He's been a defensive coordinator. You're a defensive coordinator. Why Why come and coach under another defensive coach? Well, Derek Mason, he, he was a great defensive coordinator. He's a head coach. And uh, an opportunity to, to – because as, as you go through this profession and the years click on – Right. There's guys that you watch their teams play because you know they're good and they're well coached. Uh, he was always a guy that I admired and respected his defenses from afar, even though we didn't know each other. And uh, then after meeting him in, in December and seeing what kind of man he I'm, I was really excited to, to again, come help him uh, and be part of his staff. Uh, and at the same time, uh, a world-class university where both – Academics, education, and big-time football in the best league in America are really important and a, and a great place. So um, that's that's why. And, and you had success at Duke and Georgia Tech as a defensive coordinator. Do you think that that skill set is useful at a Vanderbilt in the type of school that it is and the type of conference it's in? Uh, do I think experience is useful? Yeah, I do. Uh, because, and I'm not saying this, I was part of, okay, helping a defense go from worst in the NCAA to leading the league in rush defense. I was part of going to being part of a defense that was worst, the worst defense in America, jumping half the, again, not because of me, but I was a part of it. And certainly we're not, we're not that, uh, I, but you know when change and transition is, you know, it's part of college football now, and uh, I just want to be help us be the absolute best version of us that we can be. Do you have a general philosophy of defense? Are yes, you, yes. What's I do. that? Uh, you got to be able to stop something, you know, because if you can't if you can't stop either one, you're in for a long day. But to be aggressive and attack now that with all the analytics out there, to to play an aggressive attacking style, and I know everybody says that that's not like a new statement that's you know reinventing the wheel. I, I get that, but to do that, there's some fundamental core principles involved in that that I'm not going to get into with you today. Sure, but with I have some very fundamental core beliefs and uh, that I know of stood the test the true test of time and uh so this defense and i don't even know how aware aware you are of the personnel you inherit um but most of the defense player wise comes back but those are players that didn't have a lot of success but had experience last year do you like the idea of in spring coaching guys that have at least played absolutely yeah i do uh and here's what I when I go into a place new like this, uh, our staff made a ten play highlight 
tape of each player, okay? And what I do is I watch that because I want to know what our guys can do. And then our system is multiple enough to be able to, to tailor it to put guys in position to be successful. Because uh, I've coached just about every system. It's 3-4, 4-3, 4-2-5, 8-man front, bear. I mean, you know, it's not what we do. It's, to me, the most important thing is how well we do what we do, how well we execute what we do, and to do it hard and to do it fast. And so the, the system is multiple enough to, to modify it and adapt it to any, any of our players, to play the strengths of our players. So when you, when you see a player either on film or in person... That's what ha- I'm just doing right here. Well, okay. So when when you look at guys like that, do you you've coached enough guys over enough years? Do you can you keep you, going back to that? You keep trying to tell me how old I am. <laughs> this is a positive. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Keep coming. Go ahead. <laughs> do you look at a I'm guy? Not that old. <laughs> he does that to me too. Okay. <laughs> um, do you look at a guy and say, "Well, I've coached a guy like that before, and he here's what he did well." Do you have comparisons of past players that you coached? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. When, like I said, when you've you've coached as many players as I've coached, uh, yeah, there's guys. Now, every individual is unique, and their skill sets unique. But yeah, there's guys that remind you of other guys. That, but then the other part of it is the depth of okay. How does this guy? Does he really love ball? Is he gonna? Is he gonna? Is he gonna put his time in to to like be as good as he can possibly be? Because so much of it, there's so much more to it than just how big, how strong. It's because a lot more games are lost rather than won by teams that beat themselves. Not every not every game, not every team, but you know, very. Uh, you say it a lot more. Uh, or if, if Billy would have been here, Johnny would have been here, whoever would have been there where he's supposed to be, that wouldn't have happened as opposed to, man, hey, they just, they just rolled Johnny out of there. I mean, you know, that, that, that part of it. And, you know, there's a fine line between being multiple enough to, to throw some curveballs and some change-ups and at the same time not screwing yourselves up. And, uh, you know, that's – that's the fine line that we walk as as coaches because you certainly want to have enough bullets to, to pull the trigger on game day, and at the same time, you don't want to screw it up. So, again, it was, uh, it was a good time getting to know Ted Roof. Uh, I think Vandy fans will like him a whole lot. Pretty funny guy. He and uh, Todd Fitch, the new offensive coordinator, both have a pretty, pretty good sense of humor, both pretty fun guys. Check out the Tennessean.com for a little more background. I'm writing on Ted Roof and Todd Fitch, the new OC, and also some some of the backstory about how Derek Mason chose these two guys. That does it for this edition of Breaking Down the Doors. We hope you'll subscribe to Tennessean.com if you haven't already. That's where you'll see those stories. And remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. And drop us a review and a rating if you will. We'll see you next time on Breaking Down the Doors.